All right, all right, all right. Well, to everyone who is tuning in one more time for this glorious podcast, High Expectations, Episode 7, we thank you. And as I said, this is the High Expectations podcast where the only thing higher than the expectations is it's us. Uh, really, really appreciate everyone who is giving us a chance and taking time out of their day to give us a listen. Uh, we hope we are doing a good job. And like I said, we appreciate all the time you're giving us. Yeah. Uh, thanks, I am one of your hosts, Kaz, a uh, longtime movie lover, longtime pothead. And this has been a really fun activity that I've started with my co-host and bearded wonder Delo. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um yeah, this has been a lot of fun. We we've made it to this point and I think we're getting better and I think we're having a lot of fun doing this. So uh yeah, we're gonna man. keep it up and we have a really fun episode today for everybody. Yeah, it's definitely getting better. We're improving, I feel like, with every episode. Um, and it's just been, like you said, it's been so much fun. It's it sparked a lot of interesting conversation. Even um, I have some friends who listen. Uh, shout out to any of my, my friends who are listening. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, and it's just like it sparked really interesting conversations with us on here. I think <laughs> sometimes the listeners may disagree with that, but um, it's, and I think it sparked interesting conversations with my friends who were listeners uh, just in group chats and stuff off podcast, just chatting about the movies that we've been watching with them too. It's been, it's been fun. And I hope to get more interactive with, uh, with some of the other listeners um, who are reaching out to uh, welcome to the show. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. And again, we, we've kind of, it definitely uh, stirs up, not drama, but it definitely stirs up conversation with some of the movies we're picking, some of the ratings we're giving some of these movies. Uh, so that's always kind of fun. Again, this is kind of a podcast devoted to an activity that I think men sort of engage in a lot, right? Like, I know, you know, you and I, or, you know, me and other friends, there's usually a, a core topic that we debate or, you know, we, we express different opinions on. And it's just kind of fun to go through each point by point, figure out, you know, you know, why the person may feel this way about a certain topic and, you know, what's the counter argument or what's the counter feeling to that. So that's kind of what this is about is engaging in something that we already do. Uh, and we do it with movies anyway, even off podcast, we would do this anyway. So it's kind of fun yeah. to turn this yeah. into like a constructive uh, activity. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I think this is a, a pastime for a lot of people, just anyone who enjoys both of these things separately, or especially if you enjoy, you know, smoking weed and watching some interesting films at the same time, yeah. I think they go together really well. And, um, you know, I think there are a lot of people that can relate to this kind of conversation and these kind of topics. So I've, they I go together you... like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> lamb and tuna fish. Oh, you prefer spaghetti and meatball? <laughs> um, before we get into it, though, let me just give a shout out for you. Uncle Dilo, you are a Ooh. new uncle, so it's been a big week for you. So congrats. Uh, it has been, man. You know, Thank you've you. always been very uh you're you've always been kind of like a big kid yourself. And I think uh <laughs> you just enjoy, you know, when our friends have had children. Obviously, now you have a close family member that has a child, and I think you know, you're just kind of drawn to that and you're just so good with kids and i know oh, you're gonna love being wow. an uncle and you're just gonna be a <laughs> a dope dope uncle well thanks man i appreciate the uh the boost of confidence there um it has been a very exciting time for our family um so shout out to the 
to my new my new nephew. Um, he's he's one of my new best buds, and it's been really cool getting to even just within the short time he's been alive. It's been so fun to watch him grow. Even it's crazy how fast they grow. Just I, days. Yeah, it's I, I've been this. I probably sound like such an old person saying this, but it's really until you witness it with your own eyes, it's insane. And like, it's very cool. Um, so I'm very excited for, for just continuing to watch them grow. So we have a very, uh, we, we, we have a good episode for you guys today. Um, we chose a topic or category that uh, was a little less traditional, right? I think we've done the 90s we've done action movies or action sequels to be specific uh we've done in theaters so uh this one is actually a, a little bit uh obscure compared to those categories so yeah i agree uh well dila why don't you share with the audience like wh what the category is and you know we can kind of explain it a little bit <laughs> okay yeah it's um this week we went with does it hold up as in it's been a while since this movie came out and you know do the themes hold up do do the does the acting hold up does the set design all that stuff it's been you know it's been a while since it was it premiered or whatever so we want to see if you could still enjoy this film today and honestly it's been a while since i saw both of these movies i agree so i think we uh, i think we did a good job picking this probably like for both of them at at minimum a decade since i've seen uh either one so <laughs> yeah. this was like kind of like re-watching them and again really trying to determine does it hold up now right i i had a very vague memory of what both movies were like when right. i saw them back in the day and you know i liked i i, I liked both of them just without saying what they are i did like both of them back in the day and now with a new fresh perspective and obviously uh with a little bit of cannabis on board was able to make a whole new <laughs> yeah, a bit. kind of uh perspective uh on the movies so uh yeah so do they hold up we will find out uh as we uh work our way through so the movies we picked whew, these were <laughs> very polar opposite yeah we went so in the, interesting directions here I yeah feel like very different uh the movie I picked is a movie I know I used to watch a ton uh, as a kid growing up, probably all the way through a little bit of high school. But uh, I went and picked Mystery Men, which for those of you who don't know, uh, Mystery Men, D'Lo hit us with the uh, synopsis. But just to kind of give my brief overview, it's it's kind of a spoofy type movie about superheroes just in terms of my take on the movie it's it's a spoofy yes. it's hero pure satire movie. yeah yeah pure exactly satire. um okay so here's the movie info champion city already has a superhero the appropriately named captain amazing but that doesn't deter the city's seven quirky amateur crime fighters who use the captain's capture at the hands of villain casanova frankenstein as motivation to prove themselves the only problem is that their strange powers, silverware hurling, bowling, shovel skills, incompetent invisibility, and deadly flatulence aren't doing them any favors. <laughs> it really paints a terrible <laughs> picture of the movie. Um, and then you definitely went a <laughs> totally different kind of nostalgia type movie. You went with a movie that I also really liked growing up, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, this, I know this is one of your, one of your favorite movies and kind of a staple in your family, but, well, uh, yeah, I mean the Muppets in general, I wouldn't say this movie in particular is a staple. I, I, that's kind of why I went with it. I think I've actually only seen this this particular film once um but my family were big muppets fans and in our household um you know watched the muppet show growing up well reruns um yeah and and like later iterations of it it's time to play the music it's time to light the light 
1979 Jim Henson classic, The Muppet Movie. Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun watching this again. It's again, it, this movie was probably been probably closer to two decades since I've yeah. seen it, but I mean, super fun out, watch. This came out what, uh, like 44 years ago, right? Yeah, 40, 10 years seven? before we were born, almost 10 years almost before 10 you years and I were born. We were born. So, um, you know, I, I I really enjoyed it. It definitely brought back. I like I like movies like that that bring back the feeling of when we used to watch them. Just kind of like sit with your family in front of the TV or sit with your sibling in front and watch the movie. So it was really fun to watch it. Uh, obviously, our ratings are kind of different, but just overall, love that movie. Definitely brought back some good memories. So yes. uh, I was happy we were able to work this into a uh into an episode yeah. so That's um, what i'm saying i ha- this is a movie that i know i've seen before but it has been a very long time and that's kind of why i was and i remember really enjoying it but it's not a movie that i've seen a lot um so i was excited to kind of take this one on so dilo even though a lot of us understand the general concept of the muppets in terms of this movie in particular Hit us with the uh, synopsis of the Muppet movie. Gotcha. After Kermit the Frog decides to pursue a movie career, he starts his cross-country trip from Florida to California. Along the way, he meets and befriends Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, Gonzo, and rock musicians Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. When Kermit is offered a job by Doc Hopper to advertise the fried frog legs at his restaurant chain, Kermit turns Hopper down. However, Hopper refuses to relent and pursues Kermit and his companions to a final showdown. Yeah, definitely makes it seem a little bit more, I don't know, action packed than maybe <laughs> it really is, but it's, I mean, there's some know, action. Miss Piggy there's gets some action. after it, man. She's a she fucking does. badass. She gets after it. Honestly, I, didn't realize how big of a character like Kermit and Miss Piggy were in just terms of the grand scheme of kind of just characters in general, like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Like Kermit the Frog is up there with Mickey Mouse, I would say almost right up there with Mario up there with like some of the biggest, like, like just franchise mascots or just, and there's just just like cartoon characters beings you know what i mean it's insane and there's just a ton of when i was scrolling through to find the movie on uh i think i ended up getting it on disney but like yeah i when they show the options i mean there are a ton if of you, muppet if you just like movie options muppets yeah so many a ton movies. of options i so oh god i love the muppets i'm gonna run through those honestly at some point yeah. i want to work my oh. way through but we'll find ways to get them on more muppets uh, more muppets episode. yeah We'll definitely yeah, we'll, we'll get the Muppets on an episode yeah, of the podcast. We, we will. Plan. We're making a promise here and now that we here will eventually now. have one of the Muppets I on vow as a guest to get one of Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem on this I vow <laughs> here and now. Hear me, listeners. I vow our our number of listeners would <laughs> would skyrocket. Oh, my God. Or, or would Dr. go to Teeth? or would go to zero. Who knows? Yeah, well, it's basically one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see after we get Dr. Teeth or one of the electric mayhem on here. Um, so in terms of the the buds that I was indulging with for these two movies, which again, I haven't really had a bad bud yet. Yeah, but, uh, but again, I am really excited. Well, you had to, that Cicerillo. That thing Right. Kinda- so that was that was a you bad experience for sure. The bud oh, itself I guess was that's fine. Fair. I guess that's fair. You're right. But I shouldn't that but that was also mostly like the mode of smoking was just very disappointing. But also because I had hyped <laughs> it up in my head so much that well, this disappointing was be, and kind of a waste of money. But like yeah, mostly disappointing. Yeah. Sorry to the company that made those and you know the dispensary who's well, selling them, but it just did not. It did not. Let us hit know me. how to actually do it. Reach yeah, def- definitely give some. I'm sure, they listen a little bit. 
better directions or at least a warning that like, hey, don't just let this sit there because it is basically incense and it will go away if you just walk away from it. So basically smoke it in one session. Uh, but I went with a hybrid uh, called Me Copper too. River, which is a combination of Chem 4 and Star oh, Copper River? Copper oh, River. Oh, I've had Star Dog is the name and it was again really good i know you you know our viewers can't see it but i'm looking at the buds as we speak and they look really good i just i love a good crystally bud and this this has that so uh and this was definitely a hybrid more towards the sativa side and it was great for both of these movies like i didn't get sleepy at all and i got as into the movie as you could when when you're smoking so uh this was a really good and i actually like that this gave me i don't know if you look at your labels and stuff when you get bud and stuff but this one actually gave me the harvest date so whoa that's i thought cool. that was kind of cool yeah so um i don't know if i've ever seen that yeah it it's by 50 fold i guess is the is the grower and yeah i kind of like that they provided when it was harvested i never really paid attention to that before so uh, i do look to see if it's pesticide free that's important and i did this uh via my bubbler i I've, I've been really digging the bu the bubbler lately but bubbly, i am going to i am going to i think the next round switch over to uh a pre-roll just to see if there is any cuz i get way higher on a pre-roll than I think I do with just a bubbler. On like, well, I don't know, man. Bubblers can, well, or I just, maybe I just smoke more. Maybe I, I just end like up smoking more, more with a, yeah. with a joint. So yeah, you um, tend to, well, yeah, because you're not fitting, like you can put like in like a little cone, you can do almost like a full gram. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'm not necessarily uh, packing a full gram bowl. Yeah. In a exactly. bubbler. I mean, I guess, but if you're continuously smoking it, it true. You can get there, but you can run through. I digress. And what did you did you did you go with the the smoke. one you've been talking about? I didn't. You just me. decided not to. No, no, I went into these movies and totally just went super sober just to see if these movies were really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this time I went. Uh, unfortunately, the vanilla lime, which you're speaking of, I <sighs> I could not get it. It was they were sold out. It was that popular. It's that popular. I mean, um, I was going to say, that's a good sign. Yeah. I went back today, though, uh, and I almost got it just to have, but I wanted to get something new for the show. Um, but I did go with Honeydew again. So, again, like you said, kind of going down the Honeydew list. Uh, I went with Sour Apple Killer, which is an indica-dominant hybrid um, okay. I wanted to try something different, and I think may, it may have affected my scores, scores. a bit. No. Um, so I don't know, man. So maybe this uh, – and I'm not saying it was bad. The weed was hella good, but it may have affected the way I felt about the movie a little bit, at least. The fact the fact that it was an indica, you're saying? Yeah, it made me a little sleepier. So okay. it was harder to hold my attention on a movie. I was going to say, thank God we weren't watching like a three hour long movie. Well, that's yeah. I mean, it both of these movies are um, pretty reasonable in length. Like, I think Mystery Men's a little. Do we say the movies yet? Yeah, I think yeah, Mystery yeah. Men is a little bit longer. I think it's like a two hour movie and Muppets is like or Muppet, the Muppet movie is like an hour and a half. And yeah, hour and a half. Perfect so, length, honestly. Yeah, I thought the Muppets was like a really oh, perfect length. Mystery like Man was definitely too long. Um, all right, let's. I think we're both definitely super excited. Let, let Let's get into this, but let's start with Let's start with my movie today. Let's start with Mystery Man. <laughs> you want to get um, into it? I want to get into it because I think this is the one where, at least via text, we were definitely not necessarily on the same page. But I don't know. We've we. Each week, I feel like I think we're going to butt heads, but then we're a little bit closer than we than we actually are. So, uh, let's do Mystery Men first, um, and 
we'll go right into it with the quotability aspect of this movie. Oh, Mr. Um, Man. I, I gave it, so I also kind of am trying to take into account movies we've already rated, right? So I'm trying to make it kind of like a relative rating, right? So, you know, the, the most quotable movie we've had so far is Hook, right? Which, you know, we both basically could recite the movie at any point in time. The most quotable we've had, yeah. The lowest that we've had so far is Small Soldiers. And again, that could just be because it just wasn't God damn it, stop dragging Small Soldiers through the mud. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. I'm sorry, but it's just, I'm using it as a gauge here. (laughs) I gave Mystery Men, and again, this is me, and I used to watch this movie a lot, so I definitely recognize a lot of it, but I I gave Quotability a 3.5 because it wasn't the most, the, the least quotable movie we've had so far, at least for me, but I know it's not necessarily in terms of the general public. I don't think people are remembering not lines from Mystery Men and, you know, frankly, it's not like it has any epic quotes or really super funny quotes. So yeah, I, mean, I gave it I gave it a 3.5. Mystery Men as a film, as a movie is, uh, in my opinion, not great. Um, Trash. <laughs> I did not enjoy watching this. Uh, sorry if you did. Sorry if you do. Sorry if you're one of the... I know it has like a, a cult following. Movies like this always do. Um, not. It's not my cup of tea. I And again, I think I was a little sleepy while watching it. I kind of got bored a little bit. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the dialogue, which I know it was intentionally cheesy. It's a spoof of a superhero movie. And I think it's very timely. If you watch it now, I think it's a very timely movie because of a lot of the superhero burnout and in that regard, I think it does hold up. You know what I mean? Like Mystery Men is meant to kind of be, like you said, the lines are going to be cheesy. Like we said, you hear. Right. It's meant the... to take on the typical superhero movie. Right. And again, you know, from the synopsis based on the types of superheroes, right? Like there's a superhero that's devoted to just farting. Right. Like Spleen. we know we know that that's not a superpower, but they I think they did an interesting way and a funny way of kind of like bringing it into the mix while semi making fun of hero movies. But I mean, yeah, I again, mean, it does what it does. Well, I'll say that. Right. I think it does what it what it's meant to do. Well, I just didn't particularly enjoy it. Um, well, I, I mean, and that's not to say the whole I didn't enjoy all of it. There are parts that I did enjoy. I love Hank Azaria. I think he's incredible. Yeah. Blue Raja was arguably the funniest character. There's never any evil trios, are there? No, they've all got to travel in gangs. Look at babies. Um, yeah. Janine Garofalo, the Garofalo is funny in it. I yeah. am not a fan of Ben Stiller in almost any movie, really. Um, okay. I, like I like movies that he's in, but I almost never like them because he's in them. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? Fair. I mean, I think that's uh, fair. But he's I, not, I wouldn't say he's like and he, that funny. Right. Honestly. And, he, and he's meant to be kind of the quotable one, right? He's supposed to be like the quippy, like I'm Mr. Furious or for right. Mr. Furious or Mr. Ferocious. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Fury, Mr. Yeah. Furious, and he's like, yeah. and like, just throws out these really bad one-liners. Like, and again, it's very intentional. It's it's making fun of movies, superhero movies. It must have ripped the Q section out of my dictionary because I don't know the meaning of the word quit. Uh, after a while, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, oh my god, like you were just like, why is he doing this again and again and again? It got so to me, so it, <laughs> it almost made me never want to quote it. It almost like I want to give it. I want, well, I'm what, not, what did you give it? I what gave it a two. It? Okay. I mean, again, like I said, <laughs> and we were kind of texting about it. Like, I, it's not super quotable, but it's not like unquotable at all. Right. So, no, I, and that's again, and I'm giving it a two. And I, this is why I did it because I don't 
personally wanted to get a a high quotability score. So I wanted my score to be low. So we would have to bargain, bargain down, <laughs> bargain down because I don't find this movie quotable. I know there are probably people that do. So not me. I, I think I would, I would bargain down on this one just because I, I don't really find it to be super. Uh, like I said, I remember a bunch from it. Uh, I think, you know, the characters, are funny to impersonate, which I, you know, we were kind of debating this in terms of like, is that sort of part of quotability, which I, I think yeah. we're kind of bringing it's in like memorability. Yeah. Is quotability also morphing into kind of this quotability slash memorability with, and it is memorable scenes or big songs or and like musical numbers and movies, which we always exactly tend to attribute to quotability. So I think it's kind of yeah. becoming an amalgamation of like just quotes exactly so did i use um, amalgamation I, right i don't even know if i did but listen dude on a podcast devoting to devoted to smoking weed you used it right hey okay? i like that that's all that's all that matters it's weed weed language someone's gonna um, be like you definitely did not use that right correct. some english teacher is gonna correct us Smoke uh, less weed i would come down to a three for sure i would I, like i feel like three is kind of super fair okay because like I said, think about small soldiers. Yeah, that's if fair. You, if you think it's dead on with small soldiers, okay, I get what you're saying. Sometimes but. I think, like looking back on small soldiers as an an episode as our as our you know flagship episode, yeah. uh, I think we were generous with our scores with that, just because we didn't know our. We didn't scoring. want to shit on it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're, so we I are going to rewatch some of these. I agree that Mystery Men is definitely more quotable than Small Soldiers. So what did we give Small Soldiers? And 2. can 5. we amend that? Okay. I'll go for a 2.6. You'll go you'll give a 2.6 <laughs> for Mystery Men. I mean, I I would lean I'll, I'll go with a 3. I would, I'll go with a 3. Okay. I'll go with and three. again, I think it, having a 3 Oh, but see, then you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, that puts it on par with Isle of Dogs. No, let's go 2.8 because Isle of Dogs definitely was slightly pro- well. I don't know. No, it was. It was a little bit more quotable. So. Well, Isle of Dogs, do you think? Yeah, was more quotable. Okay. I, I mean, I, don't I would put it on par. I mean, again, I think there is a faction of Mystery Men fans that would argue for a much higher score than what we're giving it okay so we'll let's stick with three it's on par with isle of dogs we shut that door hopefully people don't ridicule for ridicule us for that or do feel free to feel your own feelings and have your own opinions no never share them with us but as long as it's civil discourse please only if you agree with us share it (laughs) um all right rewatchability I think we both probably gave this a pretty similar score. I, I, I would think. Wait. I gave it a two. Low, baby. Uh, yeah, I actually gave it a two as well. Okay, perfect. So wow. spot on. We're like literally right on par. Just because I, I hadn't seen it in a while and I don't really plan on watching it for a right. while. Right. It came out in 1999, 24 years ago. Right. And how many times have you seen it, you think? I saw it when it came out in theaters. And I haven't watched it again since. I didn't even see it in theaters. And I definitely like it more than you do. I think it was one of those things. What was it? 24 years ago? How old was I? I was 11. Damn. You were 11 <sighs> so th- when you saw it? I think we... I think we this is going to sound weird, but I think I went for like a... A birthday party like a kid's birthday party or something that makes Is sense that people weird? did that back in the day they don't really do it now but that yeah. makes total sense i saw a bunch oh. of movies for birthday party like i saw independence day for a birthday party i think i yeah i think i saw a lot and i think it, i saw a lot of birthday a lot of movies for this specific person's birthday he i mean we saw the phantom menace star wars phantom menace for his birthday we saw this for his birthday we saw uh galaxy quest wait did we see galaxy quest for his birthday i feel like that came out the same year as this maybe i'm mixing up birthdays oh no you could be 
Sorry. All these terrible movies just mold into one birthday party. Sorry, school age friends for disappointing you. Yeah, but we really don't care that much because nah. you're not part of this podcast. So Ooh. and you're not and you're not listening, so then we Maybe. also don't care. We only care about us and our listeners. That's it. If you do reach out. Yeah. If you become a listener, then we care. Yeah. Uh all right. So two solid. I we're both on the same page with that. So yeah. I'm good with I that. I don't know that I'm if I'm being honest with you, I don't know that I'll ever watch this again. Yeah, I may never, unless we rewatch it on here, which would be That's kind of funny for me to watched just put you once, through it again. Watched yeah. it twice. Right. To make me watch it again just because. Just because. Just because that would be funny for me. Two um, points per watch. Popularity score was... It, I was kind of surprised it, it got like a this high of a score, honestly, because I've seen movies that have gotten lower Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, scores. yes, but it, uh, it has a massive, ca- like there's a big cast for this movie. And there are a lot of fans of these actors. You got, yeah. you got Hank Azaria, Janine Garofalo, Frank William himself, Macy. William H. Macy. Yeah. Uh, Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel, Paul Rubens, dude, yeah. Kiwi fucking Herman. And then, yeah. you know, as we've already Discussed, established. Ben Stiller, the terrible Ben Stiller. <laughs> uh, Greg, um, Beard, Jeffrey Rush as Casanova Frankenstein. That was my favorite part. The whole I was about favorite to say, part of the movie. He's probably the, the best name. character. Oh yeah, but the name Casanova Frankenstein. If I ever need an a- alias, that's gonna be yeah. One year, maybe you should go as Casanova Frankenstein for Halloween. I don't know what you would dress like up as though. And but, to get platform. Well, he's got a very distinct look. Yeah. I, I mean, people would just be like, you, you look, look like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You look like any other person walking around Seattle with just long pinky fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 5.7 for us. Still kind of high. Honestly, that's probably what's saving this movie a little bit, unless. We move to the smokeability where that's the only category I kind of jumped up a little bit, which I'm not sure if you did, but I, I pretty much I, smokeability. I gave a six because if I didn't smoke this movie, it was pretty much unwatchable. That's fair. So that's the I only gave reason it, I will allow the six to be even in the conversation. Because again, like smokeability, we kind of want, to know how much smoking enhances it. And for this movie, basically putting it on the map well, or the realm of being watchable means throwing the way I'm grading this off then. Well, what are you, how are you grading it then? <laughs> well, but again, I'm, I guess that's just the way I graded it for this movie. I think smokeability no, I just, can I'm be just... interpreted in different ways, but like, if I, I think the bottom line was like, if I didn't smoke this, I definitely wouldn't watch this movie sober. Right. So um, that's it fair. Just didn't I don't? It think wouldn't hold up. As I clearly have already expressed, I did not particularly enjoy my watch through of this movie. I don't think the weed helped that much. I gave the smokeability a three point five. Okay. So I mean, not not that far for me. I gave it a four point eight. Okay. Wait, I thought you said a six. Oh wait, hold on. Oh wait, whoops! Are... I'm reading. I was reading another another line. Yep, I a gave it a lying six. son of a bitch. Sorry, sorry. I was. I had it. I had the cursor on another line. <laughs> um, I gave it a six. And again, I'm definitely willing to budge on that just because I, I felt like so bad for this movie because. It was basically just going to be a total dumpster fire. But uh, in gonna, reality, I'm going to dig my heels in here, man. I think. Okay. Max. This gets a four. Okay. I'd be fine with that. When I read 4.8 before, it actually made a lot of it sense made in my head. Sense. So I will. I think it's just when I because when I do my ratings, it's usually like right after or kind of like during the end of the movie. And I think I was just like, you know what? this movie would just not have been worth it unless I was high. And I had a really good high for this, this movie in particular. So, um, but I would say a four is very realistic. Like, you know, it's not that great of a movie. I don't, you know, the weed doesn't necessarily make it a great movie 
you know, as you're getting higher throughout the movie, but it does make it uh, tolerable. That's so. the other. That's the other thing I was going to say with why my smoking was so why I gave it such a low score. My smokability is because the weed I had is good weed. Like, right. If I watched it with some of the other movies, I scored well. It would have gotten a bet like it would have gotten a good smokability rating there but this weed is as good as it was didn't i i found myself like drifting off falling asleep during parts of this movie because i found like i said the dialogue not super engaging it like the tropes got just kind of old after a while and i was just like okay this is funny and like timely like i said with the like superhero fatigue that people talk about with the movies these days, superhero movies. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe the, the weed you picked also just kind of didn't even give it a, a chance really. Yeah. You know, so but that's, but that's what I'm saying though, is I feel like, I, like, well, I smoked this same weed for Muppets and I had a very different experience. I had a very different okay. experience. So final score for mystery men for our rating is a grand total of 4.5 so basically the worst movie we've seen so far Whoa. so that kind of holds up because it kind of was the worst movie we've seen so far didn't I get the worst scores across the board but i enjoyed have... watching small soldiers high more than i enjoyed watching this oh movie. We, we both did because we both gave that a a very high smokability score. Which is so. the exact purpose of this podcast, people. So welcome. so if you're high and you're clicking through movies, skip over maybe, Mystery Men. Maybe click past Mystery <laughs> Men. Um, <laughs> but now for our second movie that may change the feel of today Ooh. is the Muppet movie. Hell and yeah. Unfortunately, quotability is just the first category we go to, but I, you know, for the Muppet movie, I, I didn't give it that high of a quotability score. I don't know where you were at with it, but I gave it a four in terms of quotability, but mostly just because I think it had been so long since I had seen it too, yeah. but I don't know. I, but it was like, on the other hand, I know people do the Kermit voice, Kermit not necessarily quoting it, but here. exactly. They they do that voice a lot, so maybe it needs to come up a little. I don't know. I just didn't really think it was too too quotable. But I guess impersonating is kind of part of this as we've kind of expanded what quotability uh, stands for. So you know what? I, I'm going to go with a five. I I gave it a five. Okay. See, here's my thing. And again, unintentional. Don't be crazy. I'm not going to be crazy, but this is a musical and there are very popular songs. The Rainbow Connection is a hugely popular song. It's used all the time. Sure. People yeah. know it. People love it. That in itself, I think, lands it at least out of five, right? Yeah. Plus, okay. well, that plus the fact that the Muppets all have catchphrases. They all have their own catchphrases. You know what I mean? Like you have Miss Piggy's hiya, and you have right. you know, Waka That's Waka. Great. You know what I mean? Like you have there's very specific catchphrases, and just like you said, impersonations people doing animal people doing Fozzie bear people doing miss piggy like there's a reason these are famous hugely famous characters right yeah i would agree i i what did you, you said five yeah i'm gonna go with a five i uh, i went with a six and a half so okay. so that's, that's not really that outlandish I, I, and because i know it i know this movie in particular is older 
and like considerably older, right? 40, almost 45 years old. So it is less quotable and that people probably don't haven't watched as much like more recently. So they're not going to quote it unless it's like a family staple. But to your point, like the fact that people still are kind of into the Miss Piggy Kermit, right. You know, impressions and stuff. So 6.5, you know what, honestly, I probably just based on the public perception and based on that in terms of the sort of impressions that people do from it. And there are, I think a six, there I think are, a 6.5 is actually pretty accurate. Okay. I mean, there are funny quotes in the movie. Like they have a lot of really good, just like witty, like some Banter. of the ones I've written down are like gone with the Schwinn. Right. <laughs> when, exactly. You know, like, and then the Hari Krishna, like the running gag throughout the whole movie, like that kind of shit quotability wise is hilarious to me. Um, I enjoyed watching this movie immensely. So at, plus I'll come the, all the way up to you, dude, I'm, I'm literally throwing my score out the window. I appreciate it. And all I'm right. just coming all I'm the way. I'm going up. on a rant. I, I, I love this. I loved watching this movie. Just remember that when we watch Ewoks and Dormoon. Um, <laughs> so rewatchability, I think I just enjoyed watching it again so much that I I don't like I can't really know if it's rewatchable. With I know we've talked about this with other movies here too, because yeah, yeah. like we won't know until we kind of ro- watch it in a more recent than like a decade right, right time span. Right. right. I gave rewatchability a six for the Muppet movie. Okay. I, I like that. I was literally, I think, sorry, go ahead. Explain. No, no, no. I just, I, I hadn't seen it in a while, so it was really, really good. I don't really know if I watched it like six or seven months from now, if it would still hit the same way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was enjoyable smoking, to, it and was. I, right, right. This if is a smoking, stoner movie. This is like made for kids and stoners, baby. That's that should be maybe one day we'll make this like a mainstream thing where it's like okay this movie is horror and smokable. <laughs> this is, yeah. is like it is a horror It'll movie a that's also on smokable. IMDb. <laughs> yeah, oh that would be the day. But yeah, I just thought a six was kind of like I don't know. I I don't think I would rewatch it necessarily soon, but I don't know that because I hadn't seen it in probably close to two decades. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, I went with it's six. It's been a very long time since I've seen this. However, I will watch it again. And like you said, maybe not within the next six months, but I would watch – like this is a movie that I would like sit down with my partner and watch again in the future fairly soon because she didn't watch with me. Um but I think she would really enjoy it. So that's what I'm saying. Like I would want to show this with her, show this to her, maybe get her to smoke because it, the smoking definitely enhances it. Um, so but we'll I, find but out. I also gave it, but I, I, I don't want to do that like next week. You know, I don't want to do it even within a couple months, maybe like within the year, but I gave it a six as well. I gave it a solid oh. six as well. So right on, right on the money there. And we thought we were going to like legit be on opposite ends of the spectrum the whole night. Um, I thought you were, I thought you were going to ride way harder for mystery men. The way you were texting me, I thought you were going to go to bat for mystery. No, I mean, I literally thought like it was feasible to give this movie like ones or zeros. So I was like, okay, no, it's definitely not that. No, but I knew you were going to enjoy Muppets because it is a, it's like, dude, this, I fucking loved this stoned and we'll talk about that but um so audience score for rotten tomatoes in terms of you know our popularity score i wasn't surprised 88 percent. i honestly probably thought it was going to be higher but it makes sense 88 percent. so yeah 8.8 I mean, it does make sense and like just thinking about the muppets specifically in this movie leading up to this movie the muppet show you know what I mean? Like those kind of like yeah. Jim Henson's create like creations, his creature shop. They've been had such a huge impact on pop culture in general that it's no wonder that this has an 8.8. And like you said, he's he's the main two. 
Miss Piggy and Kermit are hugely popular, very, very, very recognizable. And all like even like people love Gonzo. People love um, the old guys. What are their names? Uh, oh. Statler and Waldorf. I'm Stetler. I'm Waldorf. We're here to heckle them up at movie. Gentlemen, that's straight ahead. Private screening room D. Private screening? Yeah, they're afraid to show it in public. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look at this place. What a dump. Bunch of weirdos around here. Look at them. I mean, and they make the, you know, not to sidetrack it, but they make... They're a huge part of why I love the Muppets 3D show at Disney World. Oh so. God, yeah, the yeah, the Mu- Oh, I love the Muppets and other yeah. people. Obviously, other people do. That's why it's got an eight point eight. Shout out to the people. You get me. The peeps. Um, all right, smokeability for this movie. Let's let's do you first because this obviously this is like seems like it was an epic experience for you in terms of smokeability. Like I said, though, like, and this is what I'm saying in general about this whole experience. I would have enjoyed, I probably would have enjoyed watching the Muppet movie again. Just like, oh, nothing to do. Nothing like, oh, nothing's on TV. Let me throw on something random as hell. Sure. Oh, Muppet movies on Disney Channel. Pop, let me pop it on. If I was just like watching TV, like whatever, on a Tuesday night, not smoking. I don't know that I would have enjoyed it as much as I did, which sure I like the music. I was fuck. I was dancing along rainbow connection. I was singing along. Um, it, this movie hit me really well with being stoned, especially with this weed. I gave it a 9.2. Whoa. Okay. I'm I, sorry. I definitely I'm sorry. wasn't on the same level. I'm but- so- I was I crossed the nine point two. I gave it a nine. Oh, okay. Still, still thing. very high, but still. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, ah, uh, this is a tough one, man, because I definitely enjoyed it. High. I don't think I was as into like singing along, which you know, again, I guess maybe because I hadn't seen it in so long, that plays a factor here, right? And I, I don't think I watched it nearly as much as you probably did or anybody probably did. I, I probably saw that's it the once. Thing is, I, don't, I don't know that I've watched this one a ton. I think maybe once or twice, or like okay. my mom showed me once or twice growing up. But right. I don't think this, like this wasn't one of the Muppet movies that I was watching. You know what I mean? Like there are other great Muppet movies that I was watching um, and the Muppet show specifically. I, I gave this a 7.5, which is still pretty okay. high in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but I, th- I don't know for me what I, I mean, maybe it was because of the visuals, right? Like obviously this is an older movie. So maybe the visuals just weren't as cool to me. Very it was a very good movie based on what they had to work with, right? Back then, this was kind of like state of the art, so to speak. Well, that right? I mean, but but that's kind of the beauty of <laughs> like the Muppets it is how the puppetry looks, right? That's it's classic, it's practical, it's it's all of those things. That's what makes yeah. the Muppets the Muppets. So I think that's very distinct. And I think it carries through. Like if you watch Muppets now, they look pretty damn almost exactly the same as no, you're right. They do in these, right? They're held up. Their designs hold up. Um, So I think there's something to be said for that. And another thing to be said is the voice cast is insane. This is the original Muppets voice cast, you know, Frank Oz and Jim Henson and Jerry Nelson, like, like the gang. Um, so it's really cool. It was just cool to hear them because like, like you see a lot of the newer Muppets media and it's, I think it's Jim Henson's, one of his sons, I think does Kermit's voice now, but it's not the same. It's not no, it, the Kermit voice. It's not, it's not the, Frank Oz the doing Kermit. Miss Piggy, you know. Exactly. It's not the Kermit the Frog. Frank Oz um, also known for his Yoda. We'll definitely have to work in some Star Wars. That would that oh, seems like it would be a good high ass, movie you? too. Oh, dude! Um, Why do you think I love it so much? Because <laughs> you just watch it high all the time. Let's 
all right. I don't know if I could go as high as a nine. I would oh. go in the eight realm. So like pick pick on the eight spectrum. You pick. I would go you, you put out the offer first. I mean, I want to say like eight point five. Right, because it's still like this movie was 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 good high, so I I can understand an eight point five. Nine is is like some of these movies that are getting nines for us are like Mario and I know you know, uh, and Isle of Dogs are the two that have got gotten nines. If you yeah, think it holds I, up to maybe that, I just like weed more than you, bro. I mean, it's possible, but <laughs> I mean. I'm just no, Do you think I, it holds I up think, to those two? I think nine is aggressive. I actually And again, to... I understand you probably wanted to be able to drag up like it's your first offer. You know what I mean? You're just trying to drag up the price a little bit so that way when we settle on something, it's still pretty high. Dude, I think that's I'm a good strategy. Even, I'm not part. even kidding. I well, yeah, it's definitely that's something I'm learning about this podcast. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm not even kidding you. I have three different scores written down for smokeability and I can show you on my notepad, just like crossed out written over. <laughs> I've changed it multiple times. Did I see a 5.8 on there? No, no. Okay. I was about no. to say that would go completely against everything you were saying. If that no. was somehow snuck in there. Not for no. How about, no, I no. you're, you saw the 8.8 and the a 6. Point oh, probably my handwriting is sloppy. Oh, okay, but got it, got it. I'll, I'll go. I'll go eight six because that's actually what I have written under my nine. Okay, that's fair. I can, I can do an eight point six, and I still I feel like that is like, so I that is a nine. legitimate good score in terms of our rating. I mean, it would be the second highest. It was just also, and again, it's. I think it's because it's been so long, which was really fun about this. It's not a movie we've seen over and over and over like hook or miss doubtfire or right. goofy movie or fucking homeward bound which you've watched ten thousand times millions um this is one we haven't seen in a really long time and you get just like you're like holy shit that's bob hope there's like steve martin pops up on the screen carol Kane is in this uh great cameos have, like, Tom deluise yeah there's huge cameos mel brooks is in it too Milton Berle, yeah. you, it's got a huge, it's got a very cool cast, and just that's the power of the Muppets. Even now, they get big <laughs> names to do these power Muppet movies. Of the Muppets. Oh, well, like you said, it's a, it's kind Muppet. of like an American staple at this point. Yeah. The Muppets, People the Disney the Muppets. stuff, it's all kind of an American staple, and people love them. They deserve it. It deserves this. So that gives its final score as a 7.7, which is very, it's a very good score. Obviously, I'm sure you wanted it to get a little bit higher, but I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy with that because I don't think it needs to be as high as some of Isle of Dog or uh, Mario. Mario. I think those movies are still my best. It's on par with Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that's like that. That's right. I think it gave me a very similar vibe. Okay, that's fair. I could see that. I mean, again, I watch Mrs. Doubtfire a lot more, so that probably is why I go higher for Mrs. Doubtfire. Maybe if I watch Muppets a little more. Again, some of these movies I want to revisit like three or four months or whatever months down the line and just kind of see, hey, maybe there we need some adjustment. Maybe they need some tweaks, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, like mm-hmm. two decades, which is you know, it's kind of hard to rate something that you're just seeing really for the first time. So, um, especially when one of the categories is rewatchability. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I think because we appreciate it more now as adults and we haven't seen it in a long time, we will watch it again more oh, recently. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Especially since it's free on Disney. Yeah. Well, uh, so free. it's locked in then right now. 7.7 7 for the Muppet movie. 3.7 for Mystery Men. Scores are locked in oh, until big, big gap there. Yeah. I but think I won this round, pal. You definitely won this round. I feel like you've been winning a lot lately. I honestly. am an incredible Isle of Dogs. Out. I think that's three three episodes in a row. Isle of Dogs, Hook, and the Muppet movie. Listen, so, 
if I had some kind of innocuous superpower and if I were in Mystery Men, it would be picking, like, marrying together movies that go well with wheat. Fair. <laughs> I mean, you learned your lesson from useless, small soldiers. Which is, yeah, I did. I, I've definitely bounced back. Uh, it's as useless as throwing a spoon at someone. Right. Or no disrespect to Hank is there. Farting, farting in their direction. Yeah. Or getting kind of angry. All right. So another good week. Again, not necessarily. Obviously, Mystery Men wasn't the greatest watch. But again, it's fun to look at these movies that way. So I've had... I thought this week was still good. Obviously, the movie qualities yeah. probably weren't the same as some other weeks. Like we, like we've said in the past, we've we've seen some really good movies so far, and I think we're starting to venture towards the movies that maybe not a lot of people have seen and are a little bit more obscure, which I like because I think we're going to get as we go further and further and more episodes into this. We're going to get some pretty interesting movies. The categories are going to get more interesting. The movie choices are going to get more interesting. And again, anybody, if you want to reach out to us, um, we do have an Instagram, uh, which is Dilo. What's our our Instagrams? At high.expectations.pod. Exactly. So message us, give us a like, follow us. If you've got ideas for categories Cats. or movies we movies. we can if you give us the movies we can come up with category oh, oh we have yeah. to cover that real quick last time we had talked about high foods that we like right we just yeah. did like high food just but like we said we would come back in this episode and talk about what what what's our like go-to high snack for me i realized i actually really paid attention to when i smoked this week and like what i was always going for like I would say mostly chips and dip. Like Ooh, I dippies. love a good dip, right? So okay. tra- shout out to Trader Joe's. And one dip to put together. Oh, God. This. I mean, I think for me, it's – I love like any of the like artichoke and spinach dips or um, any variation of that. And then the chip I like, this may seem lame, but like you know, you know – yeah, you know, yeah. At, if you're in the Pacific Northwest or whatever, specifically in Seattle, I don't know if it goes outside of here, but the Juanita's tortilla chips hit so well. They're so, so salty, so crispy. So good. So good. So I would say Juanita's, reach out to us. Yeah, you reach out to us. You know they listen. Let's get a, let's get a partnership going. Um, yeah, chips and dip. That's, that's my. A good one. I think that's my high that's snack. A great one because the and just in general, there are a lot of variations of that that are tasty. Exactly. Um, I was. I want even more specific, but I have to okay. say, going back to uh, the high meal, I recently had my chicken pad thai with peanut sauce as a high meal, and I was 100 percent right. Sticking it with is, it. Yeah. Oh my god. Sticking with so it. Good. It's so good. Even with, you get a little spice in there. That Thai spice love that um that's the peanut sauce is for though cool it down a little bit chef's kiss love it uh snack though it's it is this is going to be so stereotypical it is the most stereotypical like pothead thing to say cereal no even okay okay onions oh okay yeah yeah, onions dude that's super super when I hothead culture and I don't do it often because I will eat so many of them and I, I can't do that. I can't either crush a bag worthy family size bag of Funyuns. Yeah. On stone. I could, I could, but I shouldn't. Right. Right. We're not condoning any behavior such as finishing a whole bag of Funyuns. I mean, you do you, but I, for me, I don't want, I would like to live a longer life. Um, Definitely eat a whole bag of Funyuns chips. They're so good. They're so good. I would agree with that. They are good. I would, I mean, Funyuns and some dip are are good as hell too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. All right, man. Send us off. We're going to end the episode with our classic would you rather scenario. So, Dilo, what do you have for us this week, man? This one is... 
Well, I mean, we've agreed on a lot of them, but this one is, I think, it could go either way. But honestly, all around, not great. <laughs> uh, would you rather have something in your eye or need to sneeze but never be able to for one year? Oh, uh, damn. Um, right. This one is yikes. hard. That's dude. tough, man. In just one eye, right? Just, just one have eye. something in I, one eye. Yeah. Whichever one's going to be. I don't know, boring. dude. Probably. I don't know, but you're going to make some weird faces if you just like have to like, sneeze, but you never can. Uh, right. Uh, right. Uh, None of you all can see what he looks like that? right now, but it would be oh, yeah, terrible a, to see that walking around. That was a great um, face for a, this is a very visual medium podcasting. Uh, man, I, but I would probably say that because like an, something in my eye for a whole year oh, it would, would be terrible. Tough. So I'd but, probably go with the sneeze and just go with that face I have to make for the rest of my year. I, dude, I don't imagine how difficult it would be to live with that feeling of having to sneeze for a year. Yeah, like having dude, to sneeze and not be able to sounds awful. One of the most satisfying things in the world is letting a massive sneeze rip. And especially if it's like a massive sneeze feeling that you can't get rid of, you're just yeah. like constantly will be like, and after a year, you would have to yeah, see you did it too. Maybe you're just granted like the best sneeze of all time after that year, though. Think of how great that sneeze would be. You would just be like, oh, best year of my life. Oh, God. Oh, but like also I had like an eyelash or something in my eye the other day, a couple or not the other day, a couple weeks ago. Oh, that was bad, too. That's bad. Because you're just like I mean, constantly like, ooh, 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 like just trying to get after it. Yeah, I think I would still just go with, I don't know, man, because I'm just like more. I think you'd get used to the thing in your eye faster than you'd get used to having to sneeze. I'm going to go with have, have something, something in, in my eye. eye. I think I'm going to stick with the, the sensation of sneezing for a whole uh, year. I, dude, I wish we could sounds... actually play this out. I wish we could somehow <laughs> make this happen and see who gets miserable, who like throws in the towel first. Oh God, it just sounds like it just sounds like being so unsatisfied. Well, I wish we could experiment with it. I wish there was a way because I would love to see who would cave first. I think you would cave first, my friend. Well, we'll put it in the poll for this week's episode. Farinoosh. Vote if you if you are a Spotify listener, specifically, I have to figure out how to get it onto the other uh, streaming platforms like these questions, or we can try to do a, an Instagram poll. Instagram too. poll, yeah. Um, we'll we'll put a vote in for this week's because they're very clearly divided this week. Well, now we've got something to add to our Instagram. We're going to do an Instagram poll for everybody who listens to us, but also follows us on Instagram. Yes, follow so if you us don't, at if you don't high, follow us, follow us at high expectations pod. Or if you are not a social media person, uh, but you do subscribe to some kind of electronic mail system, reach out to us at podcast.highexpectations at gmail.com. Um, sorry for confusingly switching things. A lot of these names were already taken. It's okay. I think people are going to love it. As always, just a few little shout outs to uh, the apps we're using. So we, you know, we use Squadcast to produce this podcast and we just want to give it, always give a shout out to them. Great product. If you're looking to use something to get started, definitely a good product. Uh, shout out to a really good friend of both of ours, uh, the Sasso Trio, who wrote that really awesome riff that you hear at the beginning and at the end of each one it. of our episodes. I love huge it. shout out for that. Maybe, you know, he's definitely going to be a guest on at some point, but, uh, you Hell know, yeah. start thinking of a category, Vince. We actually just recently started, uh, working with a, uh, dispensary locally to us, actually one that's super local to Delo, yeah. uh, a dispensary he really likes. And I really like, uh, 
Uh, so we're, we're kind of in talks with them to see how we can get involved and how we can collaborate a little bit more and basically help grow both of our fan bases and customer bases. So um, you'll start to hear us talk about uh, the Cushery uh, is the name of the dispensary. You'll hear us talk about them more and more. And, you know, again, kind of they will help us and hopefully we help them as well. And this is just, again, a new wrinkle to this podcast that, you know, we're trying to be involved with the community, specifically the cannabis community, and really uh, get them involved in what we're doing. So uh, yeah. you know, definitely we'll hear more about them in future episodes. Again, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're having a blast. Hope you're having a blast. And as always, be kind and stay weird. That was the worst thing I ever heard. It was terrible. Horrendous. Well, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? Well, there were parts of it I liked. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was good. It was great. It was wonderful. Oh, bravo. More. More.